Welcome to the PHNX Wildcast, Wildcat Podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Mike Luke, joined by John Schuster. All right, the hits just keep coming for Arizona football. Jaden Delora has committed to the University of Arizona a Washington State transfer, Pac-12 Freshman of the Year last year, 23 touchdowns, 9 picks. It's safe to say that this is probably going to be your starting quarterback for the next couple years. A lot of people were saying, you know what? Oh, it's awesome. You got all these receivers. You got all these running backs. You don't got anyone to throw to him. Now you can complain about something else because you got somebody (laughs) to throw to him. What Fish is doing right here is just absolutely stunning. Um, I don't know how he's doing it. I don't... You know, with the, 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 I know they're doing stuff behind the scenes with the NIL, but this is an absolute game changer. The way that you were able, this, I, you can make the case this is the biggest transfer in a long time to the University of Arizona football. That's program. not even a difficult case to make. I mean, I was thinking about it last night for an article I was writing. Who was the last huge? Chris McAllister was the last huge impact, and that that was an impact transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a quarterback, though. And McAllister was over almost twenty-five years ago. Correct. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. This right. is something entirely different that now that you're dealing with this, now you can start looking and I think adding on some wins to see to uh, to the season. I don't with wide receivers like a freshman wide receiver. I'm not looking at it and saying that's worth two wins or you know a running back. Uh, we had Rayshon Speedy Luke on yesterday. No relation, and you know he's great. I don't know that he's worth like a win or two or whatever. Quarterbacks are worth wins. I don't know how many, but this is a significant upgrade from Gunner Cruz and uh, uh, Will Plummer, and Will right. Plummer, mm-hmm. and so. You could start looking at the season now and saying, okay, Arizona's got a legit chance going into these games now. To their credit, you know, even last year, as bad as last year was, understandably, again, understandably, uh, Arizona in a lot of games was competitive for two and a half quarters. Mm -hmm. So maybe offensively, which, and it seems that offense is an area of Fish's relative expertise, uh, that, you know, maybe Arizona's in position uh, to make things a little bit more interesting here. Mm-hmm. Does that mean they're going to be win, win the South? Okay, whoa. Mm-hmm. No. Right. I'm not even sure they're going to finish in the upper half of the South. I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can they be competitive in more football games in a conference that has a lot of uh, mediocre teams? Right. Yeah. You know, will they have an opportunity in more of those games? Yes. I look at the season, I think, a little bit differently. Okay. Um, ultimate, and, and I get what the ultimate... Bottom line is, but I think that wins bottom line comes when Arizona gets more depth in this recruiting in mm-hmm. in its in its follow up recruiting class. Well, you got to remember too okay. one thing just to be clear that I'm saying I'm saying that I think that this can maybe mean four wins as opposed to two. Okay, I'm not right. sitting here saying that you know this is a this that is they're a, a bowl seven, that, that they're going to go to a bowl game. But what I do well, go ahead and then I no I, go go. What I do think this does though is this does fast track into year three though. I think this is almost more about year three than year two at this point because the kid's obviously good. Um, I do like all the people pretending to be Jaden Delora experts now. All the people that have, you know, Watched sat there doggedly everyone. watching the Washington State football <laughs> yes. program, breaking down all the X's and O's. But I watched a highlight clip for about five minutes. So, you know what? Because we're honest here on the AZ Wildcats <laughs> podcast. We're not Harbingers of. Yes, yes. Yeah, Harbingers of honesty. And here's what you can definitely tell about the kid. He's a million times better than what Arizona 
Arizona has right now. He can get rid of the ball really quickly, which is something that I never looked at Gunnar Cruz or Will Plummer and said that was a strong suit for. And again, he threw for almost 3,000 yards this past year. Again, Washington State, good. I don't know that it's nec- it's not the Mike Leach type system, though, where you're going to always have inflated numbers. But this is a guy that you can look at now and you can say, okay, we've got a solid quarterback here for the next two years. you got receivers certainly around him at this point. I think what you're probably talking about now is, you know, you got to start getting depth. And I think, you know, the next target will be the line. We'll talk about that in a second here. But this, to me, at least changes the calculation now that I've always believed that when a new coach arrives, year three is where, to a dumpster fire, that is. You know, not if, if somebody takes over Nick Saban's job, I don't expect you to have to wait till year three to be sure. good. But, by the way, we called that yesterday to a T, the under and the uh, the under and the game. And that was never in doubt. That really never, was never, never in doubt. Absolutely we knew it. never in doubt. By the way, doubt. Stetson Fleming Bennett the fourth, <laughs> the whitest name that has ever been created. Oh, uh, okay. boy. All right. But uh, real quick. Um, but I do believe, though, when you inherit uh, dumpster fires, by year three, I should be able to see some tan- tangible improvement on the field in two different aspects. Okay, you're getting a lot closer to winning games, and the talent looks a lot better. This, I believe, fast tracks that, even though you still got things that you got to take care of. Yeah, and and it, it it definitely helps. But what you're doing, as far as building a football program is concerned, is you need to stack together multiple recruiting classes mm-hmm. to provide the depth that you need. Right. So. Even best-case scenario this year, Arizona probably isn't going to go to a bowl game. You know, in terms of— If they go to a bowl game, Jed Fish is a really good It's a remarkable It's better than an F performance. (laughs) It it certainly is. I give them an F. (laughs) Let's give it up. For for, uh, those who uh, are unfamiliar, based on Arizona's on-field performance last year, Mike Luke was a lot more generous than I was. Well, no, Um, I did say, but I included the recruiting performance in there. That's why I gave him a solid B. That's beautiful. And and, uh, I I tend to—it's so true. I tend to separate lists a little bit. And and obviously, from a recruiting standpoint, this has gone very— well and to the and to the quarterbacks uh credit he didn't just do that with one system he did that in essence with two mm-hmm. and, and through a little bit of adversity uh with that program mm-hmm. uh so being able to function well under those circumstances uh isn't going to make adversity an unusual thing to deal with once he comes here right. and he's dealing with what is probably Could still going adversity? to be a relative lack of depth right uh and that's and that and and again you're talking about a lot and, and and Arizona will try to you know fill in a lot of the many gaps that are there with this recruiting class. But you're talking about a lot of really young kids who are playing upper upperclassmen uh, in other programs who are more established. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna this is this is a good trial by fire season for Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I think what a lot of fans may be looking for or have the opportunity to look into is. Is specific players and how they, whether they appear to have the potential to be able to play at a high level. Right. You're 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 kind of plucking, you're plucking specific guys. You you want to see? Do I think Speedy Look can play in the Pac-12? Mm-hmm. Do I do I think this quarterback can play in the Pac-12? Right. Do I think some of the other receivers that they've added are those Pac-12 caliber players once they mature? And if and and. And, and those answers, hopefully, are going to be positives. Mm-hmm. And then the fan base can look ahead and say, yeah, there's a lot now uh, in, in the cupboard. 
and hopefully a lot more in the cupboard as Arizona continues to stack recruiting classes. The to me, uh, so so that's how looking way ahead here. Uh, do I expect Arizona to win six games in year uh-huh. two? Probably not. Right. Uh, do I do do I hope that they're more competitive in more games? Yeah. Uh, with a chance to win, yeah. That's part of the learning process. It wouldn't. Serve. The good news. One of the good news aspects here, I think, Mike, is if Arizona loses a lot of really close games, mm-hmm. uh, then then you know that they're competitive for longer, and hopefully they can learn from that. If you're heading into year three, mm-hmm. to me. Year three is even, and this is way ahead, and it's obviously something we can talk about on a number of occasions. Year three, if this goes as, you know, I kind of envision it might, year three is even separated into two categories here. There's the first part of the category where Arizona maybe doesn't advance as much as we want. Mm -hmm. And then in one game, somewhere along the line, they make what appears to be a big leap. Mm-hmm. And then they start to be a much better team winning some games in the latter half of year three. Right. Uh, and that's where I don't think I don't think those years when a football team necessarily gels, it doesn't automatically happen in game one right. and magically to the end of the year. Right. There's like a light bulb moment somewhere in there. And if Arizona has that moment take hold, now you've got something that you feel more comfortable with if you've been um, – building depth with solid recruiting classes to get up to that point. But obviously, this is great news for Arizona football and for a program that has had all kinds of frustrations over the course of a number of years. From a fan base standpoint, you're looking at a guy who can clearly recruit. Mm -hmm. And if you bring in better talent, obviously, it gives you a better opportunity to compete at a level that you'd like. All right. So I got a really good uh, deal going on here from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Now, that you might be saying to yourself, is that too good to be true? No, it's not. It's there. Go check it out. It's fantastic. Bet on... T- I would probably bet on the Tampa Bay Bucks this week. Um, I don't even know who they're playing. Philly. Phil, yeah, oh, I would definitely bet on the Tampa Bay Eight and Bucks a half this point week. line last yes, I looked. I would, uh, I would 100%. That would be my pick right there. What would your wild card pick be? That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Pittsburgh plays KC. That's I like, I like KC a line. great deal. But, uh, a lot of people ben, understandably like KC. Ben Roethlisberger can't throw the mm-hmm, ball more than right. two yards anymore. So uh, those would be the two uh, picks that I would go at. Again, Arizona only, 21 and up. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, like we said, eligibility restrictions do apply. Check it out. All right, so moving on then now, you've got the you got the quarterbacks, you got the receivers, you got the running backs, you got all that taken care of. So now I think the next thing too, and this is where, as much as I hate to say this, there is a difference in the S. There is, generally is a little bit of a difference in the SEC than there is everywhere else, and you and you saw it last night. It's on the lines. Now, again, it's not like the old Miss line or whatever, or the Vanderbilt line is good, so don't give me any of that crap. But when you watch Georgia, when you watched Alabama, those are bigger boys than what you have in the Pac-12. And that was a defense. That, 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 that was not a faint-of-heart football game. Uh, no, that wasn't. That wasn't. That and, was, and because they aren't faint-of-heart football games, that happens in the trenches. Correct, yes. That's where Arizona, I believe, and has to make its next move. And that's why, honestly, the last Pac-12 team that I felt was really could go toe-to-toe with 
those kind of programs on a consistent basis was those SC teams with Pete Carroll because they took a backseat to nobody, a talent in the trenches. Even the Chip Kelly teams, really, really fun. I always felt, though, they were just a little bit disadvantaged because I still don't like the concept of the 270-pound quick nose tackle when you're going against a 330-pound center. It's just just my case. So um, that's where that Jedfish has got to make his next move. Thankfully, there's five to six open roster spots available for Jedfish to make that move. What would you like to see Jedfish no, do? I think that's spot on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and right now, again, you're doing two things. Uh, and, and trying to enhance the line is obviously a big deal because... I think uh, you've noted this. Uh, Speedy Luke would like to have some holes to run mm-hmm. through. Uh, and Arizona's receiving core would like to be able to have the opportunity to get some separation. Right. And its new quarterback would like to not be throwing from his back. Uh, you, you know, so there's a. He doesn't want a quarter from his back. That's, yes. That, that? Man, that's good work. Right. That's, why, like that. like that's, why, that's why you run the show right. here. Um, but this is also the first of what you hope are consecutive depth-based recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. And so Arizona is recruiting for depth. Right. So when uh, is, is line a priority on both sides? Absolutely. But right now, if Arizona can get more great receivers, do it. If Arizona can get more great running backs, do it. If Arizona can get a quarterback again, do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you need cornerback, Arizona needs everything. Right. Let's not kid ourselves. Right. They have, what, five guys in this class who are good skill position right, players. Right, sure. You okay? need a lot more. You won you know, one game. Yeah, that's it. That, that, so so there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's absolute reason for optimism. And a lot of work for Arizona still to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, one thing that there's not work to do still, well, there is always work, is the AZ Wildcats podcast. You need to go there, uh, hit subscribe, check out everything we got. You can go to the GoPHNX Locker. Great stuff going on there. You can get a, if you get a membership, you get a Back the A t-shirt for free. Again, for free, a Back the A t-shirt. It doesn't get any better than that. They got other stuff going on there too. You can get some cool stickers, decals for $4.99. You can get the shirt for $29.99. Make it happen. Uh, that's, you know, this thing's only getting started. All right, one thing too that I did need to tell everybody about here, and this is a new read right here, but it's an important read, and this is from the Arizona Department of Health Services. All right. Um, children five and older are now eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19 or being hospitalized or dying from the disease. Stay free, stay safe, free, and highly effective COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov, find vaccine for location near you. You know what? Everybody's had somebody that's been, uh, that's experienced some COVID issues and you know what? It's not something that you really want to have to deal with. So get the vaccine if you can. Um, we just laid out everything for you right there in the call to action. So make that happen. All right, Schuster, I want to do uh, talk a little bit about we uh, Arizona. I've always felt the highlight of the Arizona athletic to pro- program is generally been in the mid to late 90s. Duh, you know. Two Final Fours, a national championship in that picture. You had the the Miami game in the Fiesta Bowl where you finished or destroy Miami. Then you play a Nebraska in 99 over the 98 season. You finish in the top five. That was really something where you kind of looked at and you're like, whoa, 
you know, the, the revenue sports are really kicking ass. We haven't had anything like that in a long time. Now, again, you got the Rich Rod year where you went to the Fiesta Bowl, but nothing nothing sustained or anything like that. Miller... Um, you have some sprinkles here and there. You got there, some sprinkles, but, yeah. but nothing that was sustained. Can you imagine if Arizona basketball and Arizona football were actually sustained like in the next year or two? I, I don't think this... because I'd like to imagine that. I, I think so Can I imagine that? Yes. I think so much <laughs> of this population, though especially the younger group, has never known Arizona football to be good. So it's always just Arizona basketball. Mm -hmm. And now that you've got something where it's like, okay, well, you got, um, you know, you could potentially have a good football and a good basketball program. That's something that you got to work with there. This is something you can address perhaps better than I can. I'm sure I can. Yeah. (laughs) Humbly, humbly, I believe this is something you can address perhaps better than I can. Uh, Because... You know, as being an being an elderly gentleman, uh, very often now in in Tucson we don't have lawns, so I can't uh, look over my uh, porch on the swing, looking over my well manicured lawn. But we do have a fair amount of gravel. Uh, nevertheless, I'm looking over gravel, talking about how good the olden days were. Okay, and what what you just talked about in the mid '90s is now 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and, and and so a lot of the fans that you talk to probably and have a better connection with have no recollection of that right so how do you think they might respond uh i can understand that there there would be a fair amount of wildcat malaise Mm -hmm. especially with the football program well i think the problem is that generally and again i'm not trying to make it out like arizona's ever been usc because that's not certainly not the case but arizona football was no joke in the 90s now there were certain aspects of it that were jokes preserve the right to punt sucks I mean, I don't, you know, the fact that that was actually thought of as a good quote <laughs> is really, you know, beyond that. But to its credit, it, it, it lasted in legendary Wildcat really football did. But every four years, you're going to have a really damn good team, and in between, you're going to win a bunch of seven games. You'd be ugly doing it, but nobody looked at Arizona coming to town, or no program went to Arizona and said, ha, 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 they suck. Um do you get a hungry fan base here or a younger fan base that attends U of A football games and acts like no. some of these other schools that no, but, have been starved? But, but in all fairness, though, they've also never known really good football. I mean, Which is the reason that maybe they'd be interested if Arizona was actually competitive. I, and that, is that possible? And, and that's the part that I don't really know, and that's the part that I find interesting. The one thing that I do think that it, it is nice to have a backbone here is for the first time now in about four years, obviously the basketball program, and we'll talk about that real quick, has moved up to number six in the polls. Um, again, it's easy to say. It's easy to say this now, but I'm still going to say it. Um, Tommy Lloyd with Arizona basketball. This program's on good. This program's on good footing. I don't really have many concerns about them going forward. So you know, um, just uh, you know, just real quickly, like we got a post game show coming up Thursday. This is a team that we, we hope. Yeah, right, right. This is a team that if the NCAA tournament is played, we've talked about has a chance to really do some real damage there. So I think Tommy Lloyd provides a nice little buffer right there. But if Jed Fish could get this thing going, all of a sudden you're really dealing with something that I don't think a lot of people have had any idea what to do with. And again, in this conference, you have an opportunity to make upward mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are, are you going to be able—USC well, has name recognition. Mm-hmm. Up north, Oregon has name recognition. Washington is a program that should have name mm-hmm. recognition and should be able to be successful. So there are certainly other programs in the Pac-12 South uh, that can be that can do a lot of damage. Utah is a pillar of consistency, and 
you know, as long as Whittingham is there, you figure that's going to be the case. But generally speaking, this is a conference where you can you you, you can make some news. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uncertainty at ASU right now. Right. Uh, to put it mildly. To put it mildly. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Colorado, you can you can leapfrog Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, if if Fish is here for a while and continues to recruit at this level across the board and adds depth to the program, then there's reason to believe that Arizona can be a factor in this conference, and that's certainly a better place to be than to be the program that plays in lousy time slots because television knows that they aren't a draw. Nobody goes to their games, and they're probably going to lose. All right. One thing, though, that you don't have to guess about and you will never lose is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. All right, so here's the deal going on right now. For uh, got Wild Card Weekend coming up, you bet five dollars on your team to or on any team to win, um, and you, obviously you're going to want to bet the team that you think is going to win. And guess what? Here is the deal that they have going on right now. You can put down bet just five bucks, and you can win two hundred eighty dollars in free bets if your team is victorious. You're wondering what's the math there, Mike? Well, the math is fifty six to one. Take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or John Schuster put it very well, take the Kansas City Chiefs, um, because they are both playing teams that suck. Or they don't suck, but... Mm, they're probably not going to advance. They're probably not going to win. I right. real, Actually, the more I like to think about it, the more I like the Chiefs to beat the Steelers. I see absolutely no way that the Steelers win that game. Sorry, Rob Lance. But, you know, that's... And sorry, Herb. But... Um, that, that, to me, looks like a big blowout right there. Make it happen right there. The DraftKings Sportsbook app has you covered. Uh, do you have any other picks that you're thinking about for the Sports King, or Draft, DraftKings Sportsbook app? Mm, those are the, I think those are the obvious ones that pe- people are paying uh, a lot of attention to. There are some right now that I'd have to study a little bit more that I find interesting. The Raiders in Cincinnati is one I have no feel for whatsoever. I don't either, but you know what? We'll, uh, we will be talking about that. We will be back with you tomorrow. I'll be interviewing the great Bruce Pascoe. Nice. The, the technological giant, one of my favorite people, Bruce Pascoe. And Schuster, I will be back with you on the post-game show uh, talking about uh, Arizona hopefully uh, winning Thursday, hopefully a game that played. All right, you've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.